Welcome back to the KeyCast, everyone. Uh, this week, we talked about social media and how that's impacted our lives and, you know, our general thoughts about it. Um, you'll notice that towards the end of the podcast, we do go live on our Instagram. So please don't hesitate to follow us. Uh, our handle is at KeyCastOfficial. And we always post when we're going to go live. So you could always catch us on live. Um, get to know us a little bit. Ask us some questions. We want to make this as interactive of a podcast as possible. But of course, if you do miss it, we will be uh, releasing these all on SoundCloud. And we're currently looking into alternatives such as iTunes or other podcast uh, hosting platforms. I also wanted to mention that we are currently looking for feedback. You know, what are we doing well? What can we improve on? Uh, what do you like or dislike about this? So any thoughts you may have, be it positive, negative, compliments, or criticisms, please let us know on our Instagram. Again, the handle is at KeyCastOfficial. Also, let us know what topics you want to hear, because we have a million ideas about topics, but we want to know what interests you. Uh, we really hope you're enjoying this because we're having an absolute blast recording these. So without further ado, please enjoy this week's episode. And we're live. Welcome back to the KeyCast, your keys to your enlightenment. How's, How's it going, everyone? How are y'all doing today? Wonderful, wonderful, phenomenal. Yeah, Fizz, back, back from Toronto. Oh, Cash, prepping for the big day tomorrow. Big day tomorrow, yeah. All right. right, all right. How are we doing? What are we talking about today, boys? Today, we're talking about social media. You know, it was uh, quite difficult to collect data for this project because most of the data I collected my information was through social media. You know what's mm. funny? I was making, I had a bunch of polls just like Yafis did. Yeah. And for one of the polls, the question that I asked was how many platforms of social media do you use? Yeah. Then I had options. So the first option that I obviously put was zero. And then I thought about it for a second. I was doing this on Instagram. Yeah. Do we want to get oh. into the polls now or later? Um, we can go later. Yeah. Well, let's but, but I feel, let's like, give an overview, maybe what what we wanted to talk about. Sure, I was thinking about uh, uh, you know inspiration from some of the questions that Eggy asked is what exactly do we consider as uh, social media? That's mm. what I was getting. To, my last two so, questions, I was getting to that. Yeah. yeah. So what yeah, is social good. media? I saw that Eggy had a you had a question like, uh, do we think emailing or texting is social media? I don't think so. I think it's more like um, portraying. Oh, yeah, this is hard. <laughs> well, interestingly, I'll go back to actually my, my polls then if we're yeah, going to yeah, talk yeah, about this. So, interestingly, email, do you think most people thought was social media? Yes or no? I think no. Definitely no. What about texting? No. no. Overwhelming majority said yes to texting and no to email. What? So why do you think there's this contention? Well, in terms of texting, I understand email groups don't exist. When of course they do. I mean, whenever we talk yeah. about emails uh, or sending emails, it is always an individual process. But, but there's like CC someone else and then becomes like a group email chain. Mm. Also, what about, I mean, when did you guys get your first email? How old were you? Uh, okay. Wait, what year was this? What was your email address? Your email address? <laughs> All right, my very first email address was mighty underscore moose 8567 at hotmail.com. Nice. Do not email me there because I will not get it. <laughs> Okay, what's yours? Mine was uh, cash money underscore 22. <laughs> yours is still cash <laughs> money. <laughs> uh, mine was Yafas underscore smart guy. Oh my <laughs> god. Oh man, that's the best one. It was from the TV show, the smart yeah, guy. Yeah, okay, yeah, I love that. Okay, yeah. 
but I, what my point is, don't you guys remember back in like 2008, 2000, 2007, 2008, 2009, we're getting a bit, you know, older, but even back in 06, when he first made that email account and you would just get these crazy long chains that have been through a thousand people saying, if you don't, if yeah. you don't send this to all your contact list, you're going to die from boils in three days. Remember oh, those? remember those? Is that not? But is that not a social media then? If we're, if you're using it as I a platform that, to talk to, you know, to to reach across audiences. I guess so. Like, is it a? I guess we know it's social. Is it a media? Is it a media outlet? Well, what do you define as a media outlet? Then? I don't know. TV news. Um, okay, it could be. Okay, first of all, I think it could be used as social media, but it's inefficient methodology of of transferring data. From hmm. one person to another. For example, if I ever wanted to send a picture of my my <clears> child <throat> to my family, I, I wouldn't send an email. I'd post it on you know a, a platform that's more easily sociable. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where our technology is going towards. It's coming to a point where it's making it easy for us to share information, talk about it, and have those conversations. And so, yes, email at one point was the true medium of social media, and then we moved to MSN messengers. And then mm. we moved into Facebook, where you wrote on people's wall. Yeah, oh, I remember those oh, days. Yeah, I miss writing on people's yeah. walls. I remember the first uh, person who sent me a message on the wall. He's like, "Oh, I'm the first person to write on your wall." That's uh-huh. it. Yeah. And your your birthday, you're like waiting. How many people? We can get yeah. into actually social currency. That's an interesting topic. <laughs> no, but the question is, I mean, you were you're saying it's easier for you to send it over text or Facebook, but I mean, your parents' generation, right? You're you're a millennial they have cell phones but my parents still use email i see my parents sending each other um you know pictures over the email or to their friends over email they barely use facebook they barely use they'll text me sometimes but like so i guess social media is a generational thing i don't think so i think email is included in social media maybe maybe from a technical point of view like email texting would be considered but from a uh, utilization point of view like how how conducive it is to actually like, sharing information. I don't think it maybe is. But why does social media have to be strictly for widespread sharing of information? Why can't it be just a way to engage between two people? You know, I think I understand why there's a division of how our perception of social media is mm-hmm. different from Evie. And I think it's just because he's so bad at Instagram. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's just like, I'm still, he, yo, he's still getting used to the Instagram. I still have to message Jaffis, how do I add a poll to my story? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yo, he just, sends me screenshots. <laughs> I had the same issue this morning. I was trying to share one of my friend's posts and like put on your story. So you can yeah. say like, oh, look at what he did or whatever. Yeah. I struggled. I had to call up a friend and be like, how do I do this? And it was, it's, it's not really easy to use. FYI, yeah. you cannot share uh, memories. Stories, yeah. I yeah, just found that out today. You can share posts. Yeah. The, the Google definition for social media is websites and applications that enable users to create and share content or to participate in social marketing. Sorry, networking. Correct. By definition, text messaging and email would be, what about something like Reddit? Is that a social media? Correct. Why is why is that a social media but email is not? Email I would argue is more conducive of sharing and networking. What are you talking mm-hmm. about? Reddit it's like a platform where you can share information. Why openly. is yeah. oh, openly fine, but not everything you could share Maybe, openly, yeah. right? I think it's I guess anything you can participate in social networking. Like that, that Okay. Email yeah. is a social network. You All could right, have so, groups no, no. in email right. nowadays. You could send pictures, audio files, you could you know, tag people in a email yeah. as well, right? CCing is essentially <laughs> tagging. 
So I, okay, I'm convinced that it could be used as a medium of social media, but it's not mine. Fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm agree, agree that it falls under the definition of, of yeah. social media. Yeah. Actually, one paper that I read, um, what they argued is that social media is at any chat room, blogging website, okay. like Blogspot, Pinterest, blah blah blah, video sites like a YouTube, social me- social networking sites like Facebook, MySpace, Twitter, and electronic bulletin boards or forums, uh, as well as email, text, and video chat. Video chat is apparently a social media. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Do you guys remember chat roulette? <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Okay. I never used it. I never used it either, but I kind of wish I did. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, I remember me and my friends used to have a lot of fun on that. But I think what's, mo- what's more important... What kind of fun are we talking about? This? Oh, Just like, you know, conversing from people mm. all around the world. Mm. <laughs> it seems like you guys had a little bit more fun than I did. <laughs> no, we never used it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we did have more fun than you did. Um... <laughs> But the idea is, I guess, we, you know, we talk about what social media is. We understand what social media is, you know, getting to know people. Mm. But why do we use it? Like, what's, what's the main purpose of social media? I, that's, so, I think I copied one of your posts, which is, do we use social media to connect or to share? Well, mm. based on your stats, what were the overwhelming majority? Uh, this, is, this, is, this is interesting because I want to know, because of the demographics of you know, who follow me on my Instagram might mm. be different from who follow yourself. And so basically the primary reason for people to share, you know, to use social media is to connect 80%. Yeah, uh, I'm on the dot 80% as well. Oh, wow. 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 Yeah. Okay. But when you say connect, like I would say people also just go online to, to learn about nonsense. Like when we, when we go like, uh, go to the washroom or something, you whip out your phone, like I'm not looking to connect, right? I'm looking to just like see what's going on. are Are you doing that or are you looking to be entertained? I guess being entertained, right? Yeah, like, that's, that's a good point. So it's I, not just the, a dichotomy. I think it's there's other other factors. The amount well. of hours that you spend on your phone, mm-hmm. and I mean, you're always you're not if you're not playing games, you're on social media. Be okay. it Reddit, be it some blog, be it yeah. Instagram or messaging people. Do you remember ninety five percent of what you're looking at every day? I could not. I I probably read thirty yeah. Reddit posts today. I can't even remember one. Maybe one. Maybe one, okay. <laughs> but but yeah, but that's a good that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. you no, don't even retain I agree. I agree information. For sure. But the thing is, um, I've always I've optimized my use of social media in the sense that I only see content that I would want to see. Yeah. So I follow probably three or four celebrities. Yeah. F one, and then you know I make sure that if there's some person that I will not see in the next six months, hide them. Yeah. So that's that way, a great strategy. Like I did the same thing as well. Like. Following all these, I was too many celebrities, like too, too many people I didn't really care about. And then once I did a, a cleaning phase, like I felt so much better after. Because even that just constant scrolling, that affects your, your subconscious for sure. Oh, for sure. And okay. we could actually get, that's, that raises the next question that I think we both pulled on Instagram is, is social media inherent, is social media good or bad? Oh, wow. That's, that's a big question. I think... What, they, what, your, what would your people say? It was around uh, f- uh, f- 45... Uh, to 55 with uh, so almost, yeah, so almost 50%. 55 uh, posi- 55 positive and uh, 45 negative and this is half on the mm. line thing is I think it depends from user to user yeah you can w- make it a positive experience yeah but you can also then have experiences that make your perception of social media negative I mean mm. we can talk about cyberbullying we can talk about you know the image issues people have through social media yeah and so we can we can go through those issues one by one. So My, why don't we break break it down? Like good things, bad things, and we can compare. 
Okay. Well, my my people actually said it was. I think sixty percent said it was good, and the oh, other yeah. forty said it was bad. But I think it raises the point, like you were saying, is that social media inherently is neither, and that's one. It's so just I, a tool. Like, I I asked people whether or why they said yes or no for good or bad. Most people said, oh, it allows you to connect, allows you to share, blah, blah, blah. Mm. The really, I think two or three people made a really good point in saying the way you use it, like you just said, Yafis, the way you use it is what makes it good or bad. Mm. But I think that's also true, but also I think it's inevitable that you fall under this trap almost that like this hole that you go into like okay i need to follow this person now i need to constantly stay updated yeah i think that's almost inevitable unrealistic expectations forever yes oh, exactly. that, that's what cash answered my poll <laughs> that's exactly what you're right I was like, Where is <laughs> um yeah like you don't even want to like people don't want to um feel sad when they use it no one no one wants that but then why is it that this is such a common common issue I think it comes ba- back to either uh, you know image issues and cyberbullying. Those are my my two major mm-hmm. negative concerns with social media. Is because you can see people portraying their idea of what beauty is, mm. and then there are filters, and we think that what we are seeing is their true sense or their form. I feel like inherently it's not just the beauty standard because the beauty standard's been around forever. But so there's this one really interesting podcast i was listening to our uh, this uh, psychologist was talking podcast inception <laughs> podcastception anyways he was talking about uh how the incidence of depression and depressive episodes is shooting up since 2011 so the number of boys or girls with one major depressive episode increases by about 20 to almost 20 percent um at around the 2011 point after being stable for years um and people argue that this might be uh, simply like a, a bias of reporting because people are more comfortable with reporting. But if you look, there's a study in JAMA in 2017 um, that looked at the incidence of boys and girls hospitalized for cutting themselves. Mm-hmm. If you look at uh, 20 to 24 year olds at around the, tw- uh, the 2009 year, it shoots up 17%. At around the uh, the thousand nine year for fifteen to nineteen year olds shoots up sixty three percent, and for the ten to fourteen year olds, it's one hundred eighty nine percent, which means it's not just a reporting thing. It's firstly, uh, it's widespread, but secondly, it's influencing the youngest generation first. Yeah, you know, beauty standards, especially look at models doctoring themselves uh, since the eighties. Uh-huh. Now your friends can doctor themselves. They could slap yeah. a, they could slap an Instagram filter. They've mm-hmm. taken three hundred photos and they're choosing the best two. Anybody could look however they want. And you look at your phone, you see this, and you see that person's gorgeous. But you look at them in real life, they might not be, but it doesn't matter because you've seen six or seven Instagram photos of them looking perfect. And then you look at yourself. Oh, yeah. So it's it's more the fact that anybody is able to look this way rather than just the top of society, the the celebrities, the supermodels, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's that's a great point. I think that the, that's the biggest issue, like to generalize it a little bit, it's the comparison, it's the constant comparison of yourself and anything else, you know, and the second Correct. we start to compare, we will lose that battle, no matter what we compare it to. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always someone higher, there's always someone lower, yeah. and you'll always look at the person yeah. who's always Ex- above Exactly, us. and like that's something that like, I know I've, I've struggled with for, for a long time, like just for the sure. constant, constant comparison is something I try to avoid, and then social media keeps... Um, 
keeps bringing that back up and that's that's definitely a big issue it's because it's, it's social currency essentially yeah, yeah. so your social media presence is your has become your reputation in society well so you can't even get away from it right because that if you true. if yeah. you decide to uh delete all your accounts or whatever the you you lose out you lose out on all these FOMO. Um, moments yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all these moments like Dangerous. you lose out on the connections um it's it's tough it's, it's not, that's why it's like we're, we're trapped we but would no you choice. consider yourself social media addicts yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. But not, not in the sense of like, I need to see what everyone's doing. More in the sense like, I find myself going on Instagram or Reddit and just mindlessly scrolling down yeah. if I'm not doing anything. Like, you you know, go to the bathroom. I'm not just sitting there thinking. I'm on my phone looking at nothing. True. Yeah. I mean, so one of the questions that I asked was, um, if you could get out of social media for seven days, would you be able to? Do you look at the TED Talk? Is that where you're coming from? The TEDx Ryerson TED Talk? Oh, no. I, okay, I just... I, the oh. thing is, I thought about asking if you're a social media addict, but yeah. majority of the people will not... Admit to it? Admit to the fact they're addicts. No one's going to admit yeah. to it. So I was like, okay, well... Seven days it's like we all are to a certain extent, but... Sorry? Say, say that? But seven, okay, but seven days seems reasonable, but the issue yeah. is, I thought about the question again. It meant that by the end of seven days, I would be back to social media, but yeah. if you, you know, let go of social media all your life. But essentially... 64% said yes, but 36% said no. So there is a large amount yeah. of, uh, you know, my, the population that, you know, I would say, considering 80 but people. Sorry. No, 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 no. I was just going to say that I think people have unrealistic ideas of their social media use. Yeah, I think that's also true. And what, what do you mean by unrealistic? Uh... I mean, most people probably don't realize just how much screen time they're using on social media. They and they also don't realize how addicted they are. I mean, these things are quite literally programmed to be addicting, right? There's a reason that the major yeah. technology giants don't let their kids use social media. So I, I want to know who's an Apple user here. Oh, I am. Do you, are you trying to shame me? I, <laughs> I am. Literally, this is exactly why I Is it because question. you're addicted to your social media and you need to see a blue text, Jeffus? So yeah. I guess that's true. Blue texters are oh, the okay. best. All right. Um, so, Cash, yeah. I have a question to you. What's your Absolutely. average daily screen time? Oh, so um, go to your settings and yeah. then down under do not disturb. Oh my god, this is this, we're getting personal now. Yeah, because this this was scary because I when I went I was in Toronto with my family this uh, weekend and we oh compared god. our screen times and I was well, I'm not shockingly but I had the most amount of screen time. What okay, uh, mine is two. Oh, go to last week's average. Let's go to Three last weeks? week's average. See all activity. Mm-hmm. Wait, your your average is three hours a day. Yeah. That's because you're playing Zelda and Pokemon on your Switch instead of on your phone. No, but this is. Oh, it's three hours too little. You mean? Yeah, the office is probably like the fourteen hours a day. Oh wow, that's nothing. <laughs> oh, is that nothing? That's, that's nothing. nothing. That's a lot. But I mean, that includes probably texting. You know, your yeah, alarm, yeah, tells, reading tells, okay, papers. What's, what's your top app? What's your top app to use on uh, Messenger? Oh. So actually, all of mine are, are my messenger messages, and then Facebook, and then another messaging and app. Instagram. <laughs> 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 he was like, slip that in. Yeah, uh, I was gonna cover for yours? you, yeah. <laughs> guys. What I, are yours? I, I feel like I'm a bit ashamed of myself. <laughs> but but yeah, Fizz, we've all been out with you and seen you sitting in the oh, corner yeah. on your phone. <laughs> okay, true. So uh, you should be ashamed of yourself. So my last week average was seven hours a day. Oh my Second god. Day? Dude, that's okay. like more than half the day. But hold on, hold on. How much work, how much of your job 
entails you mm. to use your phone. Okay, that's exactly. So I'm looking at my emails and emails I've spent three hours. Yeah, day. and I've seen okay. you compose an email and it takes you 15, 20 minutes to write one email. I'm not saying so, that's a bad thing. I'm saying you think about it yeah. with your phone on, okay. which contributes so, to your phone yeah. time. So shave off, shave off three hours. So shave off, no, uh, wait still minute, above three you. Hours of, uh, yeah, exactly. But still, I'll say 80% of my time is on Instagram. If Jesus Christ. Yeah. How much time are you spending on Instagram? What are you doing? Are you just scrolling mindlessly or are you looking at like your explore? Wow. No, the thing is, uh, okay, so I went onto my Instagram and I, like after, I, okay, so I had to self-analyze myself. I was like, why Instagram? Yeah. So I realized the reason, and my average last week was 20% than the week before, and I can only blame one person. It's Doja Cat. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you why. Because she Shouts went, out to Doja Cat. <laughs> yeah, it's because freaking Doja Cat went live so many times last week, and every time she goes live, I, instead of listening to you music, I just put my headphones and I listen to her talk. So I'm li- literally just like... And your what? phone's out, yeah. Yeah, and so that's considered Instagram mm-hmm. time. Yeah. But also, I would say majority of my conversations with people is through Instagram. Not Messenger, not iMessage, but Instagram. Fair. That's interesting. Because, yeah, I don't use Instagram for a lot for messaging. It's mainly Messenger. and I, Yeah. I think if I had to guess, because I don't have an iPhone, um, if I had to guess, I'd probably be in the six, seven hour range, just like you, Yafis. But I, I do read articles on my phone. Um, I do listen to podcasts on, on YouTube, which has oh, screen yeah. time, right? Mm-hmm. So that takes a lot of time. But like you said, I mindlessly scroll through a lot of junk. But I actually pulled on my Insta, okay. yeah. Graham, speaking of which, um, what your average time on social, total time on social media um, is. Oh, okay. What do you think the majority is? Less than one, one to three, three to five, or more than five? Three to five. No, I'd say three to five. <laughs> one to three, the majority said. Three to five oh, was a short second, and then there was more than five. This is like, did they check their phone or? Yeah. Is it- I, I think it's probably, it's self-reported. So take yeah. it with a grain of salt. Well, I want to share like this uh, hilarious comic I saw. It's like uh, everyone's on the bus and they have their phone out and they're all on the phone, right? One dude looks up and he's like, oh man, look at all these people on their phone. You know, like this generation freaking sucks. He goes back on his phone. Then someone else from across looks up. Oh my God, look at everyone's all these people. Like- yeah. <laughs> and so everyone's constantly looking up and saying like, look, everyone's on their phone and they think that they're this better person or they're not on their phone as much but we're all we're all culprits right oh of course but it's so hard not to be mm-hmm. right that that's the, the whole thing, yeah. thing of fomo it's it's the if you aren't connected you're yeah. missing out and you're a recluse well going back to yaf's question about the seven days yeah. what if the question was would you leave social media for seven days if you knew that everyone else in the world also left i think everyone days? would do that yeah because then why would you go on if there's literally nothing nothing happening agree I also think that probably a lot of the people who said seven days on your pod, on your uh, Instagram probably can't actually do seven days. I mean, to be honest, like uh, from my personal... So, mm. we've already agreed that I am the major <laughs> user of social media amongst at least our friend circle. Okay. But... Um, the, the pro. The social media pro. Okay, thank you. I'll, I'll take that yeah, title. Yeah, that's, that's a good title. But the happiest moments that I have is I remember, go, like, you know, in, in the summers when you go camping or biking and you just pick up your phone and there's no signal and you're like, this is freaking dope. So the fact that I'm disconnected, when I, when I know there's no ability yeah. for me to connect, I disconnect myself. Yeah. So I believe that in those seven days for, for people who've said, yes, they can disconnect, <clears throat> it's more like, there is no option to be able to connect to social media and hence. Mm-hmm. Well, this is what I mean, right? Like you're not, it's not that 
it's a tool that can be used by anyone objectively, but like you want to disconnect. And I think a lot of people do as well, but it's just, we're, we're stuck, you know, it's, it's hard to get out of this now that everyone's, everyone's doing it. So just curious to know how many, like I, I know amongst the three of us, we might have a conversation in messenger, mm -hmm. Instagram and iMessage. I know we have had, we have groups on most of them and sometimes we're talking on all three groups at once <laughs> yeah, while on the phone Why with each other and, uh, okay for me for me gen genuinely is like my relationship with one person would be different on different chats yeah mm, yeah and so i maintain a you know let's say we talk about social issues and topics in one and on the other one we're talking about concerts and like you know new music mm. and generally uh, there's different energy on different chats. I'm not. Uh, that that might not be because of the platform, though. That just might be the nature of the first conversation you had, right? I mean, the last Instagram group that we had, the three of us, was after Louis the Child concert, where you someone just shared pictures or something. That was yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just shared some pictures, yeah. and then people started commenting, and it continued. But 20 minutes later, someone's on the Facebook app and wants to say something to us, so we post in a different group. It's more of a convenience thing, I think. But I think by Yath posting those pictures on that of all the Louis Child concert, like I think that made it into more social, like that platform was used as more of a social Oh, group. for sure. Yeah. For sure. But, to go to your point, like I think platforms can also be have different, like like for example, Slack. Yeah. You know, like we're gonna talk about different things on Slack. For and, sure. Um, but maybe there's less of a difference with like WhatsApp and Messenger or something. Like yeah. That. But I think we all agree that. I mean, going back to the main point, that there's both benefits and detriments to the social to, to social media use. Correct. But there is an important question I have now. Which is. Have you ever done something for the gram, wine, or snap? Hmm. Have you done something for the gram? I mean, nothing crazy, but someone probably is like, I don't know if I've done it for the gram per se, but mm -hmm. you know, someone says do it and then ends up snapping it, you know? Guys, yeah. people who don't do it for the gram, line or snap, do not live lives. Uh, I mean, yeah. I'll tell you something. What, what have you done for the gram? Yeah, Memphis? I think feel like everything is <laughs> Yo, uh, guys. But honestly, I'm on the same page. Like, I, I definitely have done things for the gram, and I feel like it. Hold on, hold on. You a little bit. Hold on. Yeah. More, yeah. When you say do things for the gram, I think I'm missing what your point is. Are you? Do you mean like I say, Yafis, do this for the gram, or you do something so that you could later post about it? Like, would you do it if there was no one recording? Okay. Yeah. 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 Of course. But also not okay. like some yeah, things yes, some things no. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, you're you're right. You're right. Mm -hmm. Probably have done stuff for the gram. Correct. But at the at the same time, like. Okay, so we can talk about my philosophies in life, but one of my <laughs> key cornerstones of philosophy is that the longer uh, the person who's lived the longest life is the most, the most, the person who has the most memories, and essentially, gram, snap, wine, mm -hmm. and you know, my media outlets are essentially a collection of my memories. Yeah, and you, know, you know what I used to do for, there's, there's this girl that I used to know who really inspired me to do this, because what she would do is every single day, she would post on her Tumblr a single picture yeah. and that would be the memory for the day. And yeah. I started doing this over a summer and then I got to September and I realized I'm just spending every day in the library and that's <laughs> boring. But I the see library. your point. So yeah, that's you know, if you go to my bedroom, I have with glowing, it's the most basic shit ever. With glowing the dark day, the word moments written up there. Mm. Essentially every morning I wake up as I create a moment for the day. But the problem is you got to keep creating those moments. Yeah. It pushes the boundaries. But yeah. is that for you or for someone else? For myself. 
It's because I, I go through my Instagram and I have my stories, or you know, the bubble. And every time I look, every now and then, if I'm just bored, I look at through these bubbles mm-hmm. and I can relive those yeah. days that we've had together. And it's just like pure yeah. bliss. But then why Instagram and why not just take a picture with your normal camera? So, um, or video with your I normal do camera. Have stuff that's on my normal camera. That's not stuff that you Instagram. can't share on Instagram for exactly professional it. reasons, of course. 100%. But I'm saying, why not just everything? Why does it need to be on a social media platform? Why does everyone else need to see it? Not necessarily. So, so that's that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Like, the reason uh, uh, I actually post it on Instagram more than anything else is just because of the timeline and the series of how I can selectively select some pictures versus if I go onto my Google Drive. I take an average of 200 pictures in a week. It's insane. Yeah. It's yeah. absolutely insane. So for me to start scrolling and trying to pick up those pictures of those of the of that specific time, it becomes more difficult. Whereas those bubbles, if you look at my Instagram, they're based on season and year. So it's going to be summer 2019.1 because you only have 100 pictures per bubble. FYI. Okay. And so well, mine was 0.1.2. <laughs> what do we mean by bubbles? I'm confused. Uh, so, per uh, story that you can save, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. So you can only gotcha. send, uh, save 100 uh, of them because I reached my limit multiple times. Mm. Wait, you can save them on Instagram? On Instagram. Yeah. Oh, interesting. They get archived. So they yeah, get yeah. Ar- archived on Instagram. And so it's easier if I want to go, oh, I want to see how 2019 summer was. And it was mm. an absolute freaking and That's why I create photo albums. Exactly. Like, in, like print them off. Yeah. Okay. So I do want to bring out um, an important question. This is... Let's, let's try to get this conversation a bit more serious. And I found out a poll that 84% of people use social media to support a cause or issue they strongly feel about. And this builds upon this idea of activ- activism. It's called slacktivism. Yeah. Which is where... Slacktivism. Slacktivism. So this is a, you know, there's a image that I'm seeing here of a conversation between two people. Mm. The mom goes to the son. So you're going to change the world with an online petition, a Facebook status update, and a couple of retweets. And he replies, you're right. I should probably share a few more links. <laughs> and so I would say that this is something um, that's very prevalent. It's easier to mm. you know, fight for a given cause, but does, you know, <clears throat> online by sharing a given uh, post or something, but does that induced real change of course it does because some percentage of the population is actually going to do something about it and if in this way you could bring topics to light Mm -hmm. and raise awareness look at look at the huge movement towards environmental change right now you know look how many people came out to the montreal climate change march what was it half a million a million something insane like that why because it was publicized so well on social media Mm -hmm. half the people didn't go because they care about the climate they went to post an instagram which is yeah. fine. It doesn't matter why you do it. If you're doing it for a good cause, it doesn't matter. However, I think that the, the fact that this is such a social media heavy topic and social media heavy, um, people were able to show that they were there. It gives you social rep. It gives you uh, social currency. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and, you're doing something great. and you're doing something good. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I don't think that slacktivism per se is bad because not, not everybody can do something. Right. That's, that's a good point too. Yeah, like we have to recognize that there are some limitations out there. Um, but I think as long as like it's not replacing other forms, like in the general population, like yeah, you have to you have to raise awareness, you have to share knowledge, and that's the first step in creating creating awareness. The other thing is, I mean, for something like climate change or or policy, 
you know, mm-hmm. how does the average person change policy? It's by raising awareness. Correct. You know, you look at our policymakers, they're going to, I mean, you could argue this point, I guess, but they're, the ideally, they're going to try to look at what the people want, right? Okay. What the people want is what is prevalent on social media. Yeah. To an, obviously, there's, to, a certain, yeah, to yeah. a certain extent, right? Yeah. But if they see that there's X million people following X thousand pages on climate change, um, or on, on some sort of social progressive topic, they're going to hopefully see that that's what the people want in general. Mm. Correct. So I guess um, we can talk about the effect of social media on politics and the rise of Russian troll like, farms. <laughs> true, uh, people like Donald Trump. Okay, fine, that too. And, uh, <laughs> well, I guess they're tied in together, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. But the idea is like, you know. Um, which is pretty big news. Twitter has banned political ads on their platform, which tanked yeah. their stocks. And I have invested in Twitter, so I'm not happy about <laughs> it. But at the same time, what does it mean to ban a political ad? I mean, what could be political is posting, you know, an ad about handbags that are made by by uh, that are vegan because we like we talked about it. Veganism is now a quasi-religious uh, <laughs> But I think what they mean, I mean, I, I wasn't aware that, that Twitter banned political ads, but is it not, is it t- political ads or is it ads that lead to political campaign? Like, like Donald Trump cannot post Trump 2020, right? That's a good question and this is I, something they're still trying to figure out. Okay. I thought it, this is based off of, um, you know, the, the whole 4chan thing where they started bombing... Um, they're bombing Moss and they went back to see like where that was kind of from and it was mainly stemmed from the 4chan website which is like this post and they they pride themselves on being able to say whatever they want like free speech for everyone kind of mm-hmm. thing and there's these group chats that were like very Islamophobic and someone was like oh yeah like you should do this and go at- attack the city or something and people were supporting it um, I feel like that's where maybe there are other situations that happened before but that's kind of where this whole idea started where maybe it's not okay to um, uh, promote these more political or yeah more political claims on these social media platforms because it leads to these kind of events that makes sense okay do you know about the Russian bot farms either of you no go ahead I, I... so how well firstly during the last election how Russia was manipulating social media by creating very very uh, polarized groups Correct. so I was looking at this one report uh, that was talking, um, I'm, I'm quoting this, where they had imposter face, Facebook pages called Being Patriotic, and they used keywords such as illegal, country, American, phrases like illegal alien, Sharia law, welfare state, um, and the page racked up 4.4 million interactions in within half a year. Um, there was this one case in Texas where... Uh, the Russians created a Facebook group called Heart of Texas, which was very American, like, you know, guns, barbecue, blah, blah, blah. And then there was another one uh, that was called United Muslims of America. That tagline was, I'm a Muslim and I'm proud. And then set up a rally where both of these groups, all their followers would come up on each side of the street. And this no was all way. done from Russia. No way. Yeah. This kind of when stuff. When this happened? This was, I think, uh, 2018, I think the article was. So oh, it's probably before so then. Okay, so what happened? Well, there was just a big uh, arguments, of course. Oh, right? There, okay. uh, there was this protest, a very patriot-type 
group and a yeah. very progressive type group. Yeah. So Russia is playing with American politics by polarizing, and they're using social media to do this. But it comes back to, to I mean, they are influencing, but it's not like they're their puppets like actually controlling people at the end of the day no, but people yeah. like we said people will follow what's on social media mm-hmm. if that's the way that society is going people have an idea and that's how you normalize things and right now the normalization is by tending towards polarization right mm-hmm. people are becoming much more right or much more left wing centralism is i don't know i could be wrong but at least from what i've seen is not as common yeah you know, you belong to a group or you don't belong to a group. Correct. Like, if, if I really wanted to start something, like, a big it, it major issue on social media, I could say, like, I don't know, something very problematic or very political, and people will respond and, and start arguing with me if I want to do that. Or say, do That's the, not, like... Or using uh, Facebook, the Naruto run in, uh, in McGill. The what? The Naruto run... Oh, no. those are, uh, yeah, those are great. Yeah, the <laughs> snowball fight, 2,000 people showed up. Yeah. Really? I was there. Yeah, Yo, it's sick. Oh, it's like, game, man. Holy crap. Yeah, it was That's a lot really of fun. fun. It was a yeah. Storm Area 51. Yeah. yeah. Oh, true. But also, that, a bit that, that actually raises a good point is, you know, with social media comes rise of all these new fads, like the Tide Pod Challenge, like the Sp- Banana and Sprite Challenge. There's this one thing in Russia called the Blue Whale Challenge. I don't know if you've heard oh, about this. Yeah. No, what is that? So the Blue yeah. Whale Challenge was essentially... A group of people and you'd have these anonymous moderators and if you want to join they'd start having you do these seemingly very easy simple harmless things like okay. post one a pic a one task a day post a picture of yourself holding a pillow or whatever they would get progressively progressively worse until people started killing themselves because that's no. what the challenge well, told the them final to do challenge the final challenge after you do this challenge for 40 days there's a given a period if you do it one challenge per day and you exceed to the last the last day the final challenge is to draw a blue whale on your arm and commit suicide. What? That and people was, did this. Yeah. And you know what they found? I could have read the article wrong, but it seemed like they found that the moderators were like 13 years old. Something no s- silly like that. It was It was actually the, the, the person who started this challenge is in prison in Russia right now. He was a psychologist or something. Okay, never mind. Yeah, no, no, but he, he's the one who started, but it was moderated by people, by kids. So kids started following because it gave them some purpose in their life and people started committing suicide. And the reason why it was a blue whale challenge is how blue whales breach onto the ocean or sometimes on the beaches to commit suicide. So that was the oh idea. Oh my God, yeah. That's, that's yeah. So, so there's horrible things like that. But there's also things like the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge. True. Right, which raised sure. how many millions of dollars for ALS research? I feel like everyone who, like we know in our friend circle, that works in ALS, got mm-hmm. their research fund from the ice bucket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about that? What was that challenge where it was like, do something crazy? Drink some drinking and smoking, like drug kind of oh. challenge. Remember, people were like, there's this one kid that I know that he chugged like three Red Bulls, took like four Adderalls, and then pounded a pack of six pack of beer. There was a guy who died. Uh, there was a couple died. people who died. What was yeah, that challenge? Do you remember? No, I, so the challenge was that you do certain number of drinks or something, and then you challenge someone else to do that and more. So it was like a memory it just keeps game. Going. It okay. kept going. It was just like. It's uh, like back in 2012, 2013. Uh, this is my first year of, of Masters here, 2013 for sure. Mm. I remember that's when uh, it was like. Flying. Or there was that uh, what was the one with the the crazy drop and the the dance, 
We did one at York. Oh, it was um. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. it's like when you everyone's like calm and then suddenly yeah, 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 yeah. the whole room goes in. Uh, it was a really good one under the it was like the U.S. Navies or something. Navy SEALs and they were like doing one under uh, underwater. It was so cool. Oh, Maybe it's a diving team of some so sort. So I have a question to ask. Yeah. How many of you guys use LinkedIn? Like I regularly. Yeah. Oh no. I use it. I've started to like increase my like be more intense with my profile, like putting a lot of description yeah. and stuff. Um, and I'm gonna probably start posting soon. That's okay. Like, that's because cool. social media and work and our professional life. It plays. It plays a role. It's a huge role, right? And now companies. Uh, like if you're looking for a job, like they're gonna go to your LinkedIn first. Exactly, and yeah. they also look into your personal social uh, platforms yeah, as true. well. Yeah, which is a bit scary, and that's why my names on all my social media platforms do not match my actual names. Oh, nice. So that people don't Google. Yeah, me. the real Yafasi. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing is social media for fitness, Strava, absolute fire. Yeah. If it wasn't for Strava, I wouldn't have clocked as many miles as I did this. That's oh, true. true. The, this, uh, so there, you know what? There's something that I've done for so for the gram. True. Is is running? Yeah. Yeah. Like I start. Well, I started running as a challenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back last June, I was like, you know what? I've never run. Let's see if I could run a marathon within six months. Did it in four and a half, mm-hmm. and continued because I was something about having people that I know, mostly close people like my dad or like you know Yafis. Uh, see on Strava that I've run X amount of miles and X amount of time and then give me a kudos for it. I'm like, I could, this is yeah. cool. I could see my progression. Other people could also track my progression and it's kind of, it even becomes competitive because you see what someone else did that yeah. morning and you're like, oh, I, got, you I could do, do better than that. I remember when me and Emmy tried to do a full, we know we didn't try to do a half at that point, but we ended up doing 28 kilometers. No, uh, it was, we were going for 25, we were going for 25 or 28 because we got lost. But the idea <laughs> was because in our Strava, we only did 21 kilometers, but a half is 21.1. 2.2. Uh, yeah, something like that. And we missed it by 100 meters. No yeah. way. Yeah. Are you it was the, 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 first, the first half I ever took Yafis on. Yeah. We're like chugging away, we went to the casino, we went around there, we oh, came yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. And then we get back, high five each other, and then I, I there was these badges that they would give you if you ran a half in like July. Oh man. And I was like, It's August, where's my badge? <laughs> and I said next to Jaffis is like, We didn't do a half. He's like, What are you talking about? I said, It's twenty two twenty one point two, not twenty one. Oh my god. So we so had to go so and do another weird. one. You did another one? Did you end up doing another like, yeah, yeah, we did yeah, twenty eight yeah. kilometers. <laughs> oh, sick. I could walk the next day, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. But like, anyway. We got the badge. But okay. Now this let's go into a serious notion of social media and that comes to privacy guys okay i had i wanted okay. to talk yeah, about yeah. this oh so the question is do you feel do you feel like your data or data i don't know how you guys say it but doesn't matter do you feel that it's safe I'm gonna, and I'm secure definitely not yeah i, I think we're but all aware of that i think it's we don't, do you feel like you have control over it that's the thing because we don't have control we feel like it's unsafe or we feel like our data is out yet of we don't do anything to mitigate that. Well, what can we do? Okay, well, to so start, you could turn off your microphones on your phone. You could not give access to ca- all your camera for all your apps. <laughs> like, it, it's, it's true, but it's inconvenient and it's not perfect. I mean, Yafis right here, we're staring at an Alexa. We're literally having a conversation with Amazon right now. Yeah. They're storing yeah. all their data. And there's articles suggesting that they actually, it res- regardless of the fact that they say they delete their data, they mm-hmm. don't. Yeah. Okay, so 
I I agree. So I there are certain firms or certain organizations or certain apps that I love sharing my data to. Like who? For whom? example, Google Maps. Because that way they can tell me what the fastest route is because they collect our data when we're traveling so we can tell, oh, by the way, it's congestion over here, reroute to this Fine. location. But you're not always traveling, yet your phone is always tracking you. You can choose when only using at the app or while uh, the app's not being used. But yes, I agree. I agree. But the thing is, is do I have something to hide? No. It's not about that. It's about the fact that your data is then being sold and profited off of. Okay, yeah. that I hate That's because I got to make some dough out of that too. Like, okay, so I found a really <laughs> interesting article uh, and it was on Investopedia, uh, which is a great website, by the way. It's yeah. a wonderful website. Okay. So what they suggest is that the average, the data of the average American right now is worth between two, uh, 20 and 40 cents. Wait, per person? Per so person. Like 300 million? I think it's more. I feel like it's more too. Like all the data per person? Uh, I don't know what, I'm or not like sure. For how, how much period of time? I yeah. think this is maybe just from Facebook. Okay, I, I think this is an incorrect fact because let's let's think about it just on, you know, how if I Google, hey, I'm looking for running shoes and next thing I know all my ads on every single app that I use is all about running yeah, shoes. Yeah. And so what happens is um, companies then can profit on my Google search based on that and you get one cent per click, right? So essentially... 20 clicks. Well, Right. Well, think about what that is. Yeah, twenty cents per person times one hundred fifty, three hundred fifty million, right? Yeah. So that's not that much. You're right, but that might just be from one social media platform. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Yeah, but but it, is, but it does show that we should value what our data is worth. It depends oh, on each sure, person yeah. spend how much money you spend on social. Do you guys use Amazon? Yeah, use Amazon. Yeah. So yeah, so essentially, like, okay, I'll tell you something. Amazon is not a social media platform. But not my, yet. No, but my Amazon is a social media platform because 15 other people use it too. <laughs> so I can see where people buy, they can see what I buy. Oh, That's yeah, only yeah. because your family is the size of a country. Okay. <laughs> you have stories on Amazon soon? <laughs> no, but you could see what your family buys too, right? Oh, true. So yeah. it's, type, it's definitely a social media. Yeah. I feel like they're more curious for, you know, they're more curious to know what I buy than what... Yeah, yeah <laughs> prob probably. Yeah, you are the degenerate yeah. family. Oh, okay. <laughs> But going back, uh, are you afraid of your privacy? I don't think I'm afraid of my privacy because I don't think I'm doing anything out of the ordinary that why would somebody target me specifically? Black. However, that's what general, you know, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. There's a very strong reason. There's a very, there's a reason why I have a very strong, um, I'm very passionately uh, against 23andMe. And that's because that's genetic data. And in the future, insurance companies and other things could be using this data oh, to, sure, yeah, yeah to, to, to exclude certain people from certain treatments, uh, from life insurance, that kind of stuff. Is that something that you want? Your, your data is worth, that data is worth so much more. Yeah, actually, that's a great, like if you're predisposition disposition for a certain disease, like they'll give you uh, high, high insurance and yeah, well, I didn't even think about that. Do you know that um, you know, talking about how this data was collected, Microsoft created a bot, which basically collected information from the internet, and it would then start uh, basically uh, based on the comments and uh, the answers of those comments on Twitter, it would basically spit out information. They had to shut it down after a day because it was racist. It was it had xenophobic uh, comments, and it was a degenerate and a half. 
Uh, yeah. And uh, so essentially, it's probably the majority of social media. That's exactly it, and yeah. that's it's scary, is because at the end of the day, um, I would say majority of our information now comes through social media than the news. Correct. I mean, do you guys? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys go? Um, do you guys specifically? I, I mean, I, other than me reading the Congress, I know my Facebook feed is sometimes mm-hmm. my news. Uh, and that's dangerous because you're firstly curating specifically to your friend circle, which yeah. is probably similarly minded. Mm-hmm. So you're only actually seeing one side. And sec, I mean, secondly, with the whole Russian troll farming thing, we know from the 2016 elections that half of the uh, the news is quite literally fake news, right? Because the Russians intervened. That was the whole uh, Cambridge Analytica thing. Correct. No, that's the no. I love. Yeah, it is. Yeah, they yeah, were selling data off to. Um, to campaigns, campaigners to make news stories out of Correct. it. Correct. Yeah. Which is uh, pretty intense because I've, I've like, you know, the Kashmir issue. And yeah. you, I know there's been a lot of Instagram and Twitter accounts that have been d- disabled because you have this huge vast of Indian army, uh, in uh, Indian armies that go and then report a given account, multiply and it shuts yeah. down. Yeah. And they're like, we're not doing anything against the policy, but it, they, you know, Instagram after a week of reviewing, they're like, oh, there's nothing wrong with this account, but you have people shifting how information is delivered to the rest of society. Yeah, that's a that's a big problem. But what do we do about it? So I guess Facebook we, and these organizations have are have to take the responsibility because at one point, yes, they're just mediums and we are the carriers of the mediums, hmm. but they need to take some sort of social responsibility because they now uphold a big <clears throat> role in our society but who dictates what that social responsibility is how do you decide what is allowed and what's not because once you do that you're you're essentially creating a second government yeah like you have a point of view and that's you're just spreading your point of view to everyone else in the world that is a that's a good point of view i guess our policymakers need to do a good job well they're not clearly not i'm kidding i think it's like but you know they aren't because of net neutrality has been a big issue since uh I, th- I think well, we're yeah, getting there. Politics, right? I think we're getting to the, getting there to a, certain, to a certain point. Like, sure, like keep free speech, and that's important. But to the point where like it's not like causing drastic harm, or people aren't going off like bombing other buildings. I think we're never going to converge to a solution. Well, we can't because yeah. as long as you have two sides of an argument, at least, mm-hmm. and with mm-hmm. social media, everybody has an opinion. Which is not a bad thing, I should say. I think that's actually yeah, quite a good, good thing. Yeah, but it depends how we how we act on it, I guess. Yep. But uh, so, how do we conclude our our views about social media, are positive we, or negative? Are we already done? I mean, I'm just trying to understand, like you know, where, where I think we, it's where a, we taking this conversation. I, next? Well, I think inherently, yeah. social media is not a good or a bad thing, but I do think that it's done a lot of a lot more good in the world than it has done bad. And that's because I think that at the end of the day, people are not generally malicious. Uh, and so the people who use social media are using it for good. They're using it to connect. Whether or not that connection then has some negative side effects down the line, fine. Well, I think it's, that's hard to quantify though, right? Like, let's say on one hand, we raise millions of dollars for ELS. On the other hand, uh, people are dying from uh, eating Tide Pods, right? And on the other <laughs> hand, like people are getting like depressed all the time because they're constantly comparing themselves. Mm. Um, the list goes on. Like, how do you? Those are both. Those are all qualitative things. How do you compare and contrast them, and then pick 
which is better. I think there has to be a course taught in schools about use of social media. There has I, that's to be, a great, yeah. There has to be some sort of education. Mm-hmm. and uh, There should be for sure. Of, uh, you know, because to be honest, cyberbullying is a very, very common thing. And let's, um, uh, even though this is in retrospect to Formula One, okay, I usually like see a post and then I'll click on the comments and then I will see what people comment or post about an accident and they have their views and their opinions. That influences your view. And then there's a, a lot yeah. of bullying going on in there. You read the comments of the comments, you're like, what is going on? This so that's actually, weird. that could actually lead to my next point is why do you think there is such a rise in cyberbullying, even more so than probably, you know, f- physical bullying? What do you think is the cause? I think it's just easier. Yeah. Why, why is it easier? I mean, I remember when I was a kid in school, like initially, like you could push people around and it was okay. And, you know, it was, it was considered a part of uh, a person's experience of roughing up in this life. But mm-hmm. with time we've realized, okay, you can't hit kids because I remember there was a policy in our schools where like, okay, teachers can no longer hit kids. Yeah. I remember that because I, I, they used to take a. I never got. Punished. For the record, Yafis did not grow up in Canada, <laughs> <laughs> so teachers here were never allowed to hit kids. So they would put a pen between your two fingers and squeeze it. Ooh. It was what? So <laughs> painful, and then there was like a full on like, okay, you can no longer hit kids. This is yeah. not happening anymore. Yeah. But I guess we're moving towards a society where. We're not... Uh, I don't think it's that, though. I mean, yes, it's partially that. But I think the big thing is you you, you see someone's reaction when you say something mean to their face. Mm. And there's always the imminent threat of them lashing out and hitting you back. Mm. We're, we're, you know, you're going to avoid a negative confrontation in person. But there's not that face-to-face interaction. You know, communication is mostly nonverbal. Body language, intonation, mm. um, context... You lose all of that on social media and you lose all of that when you're flaming somebody in the comments because you're losing the personal connection. You can't see their face or their reaction and the threat. Like, what can you do if I comment negatively on your YouTube video? You could report me. Oh, no, I'll make another account. Yeah. At the same time, also, like, think about I think about like gossiping, you know, like we gossip in person, Mm -hmm. someone somewhere else and gossiping with a group of friends. Social media kind of takes that to a whole new level. Yeah. Right? Like we can gossip with with everyone knowing, right? And that person won't know until they find out, and then this big By the time that, yeah, it's that thing becomes a reality. Yeah. Interestingly, if you look at the data, uh, for you know suicide and depression, that kind of stuff uh, that's related to social media, it's disproportionately f- female dominated, and that's be suggested by some psychologists to be because. Um, male are more males aggression is more physical and females aggression is more social so they'll they'll instead of hitting someone they have a problem with they'll gossip about them they'll spread lies about them they'll ruin their reputation and social media is the perfect platform to do that on right so this this i have the episodes for this tv show is not out yet but it's about uh, these students who are between the age of 25 and 30 that they decide to go back to high school or that is undercover people. So it's called undercover high. And what they do is that they go as 18, 17 year old kids and go into an entire semester in school to see what the life is like. That would be so much fun. (laughs) Sounds like uh, minus the whole old to young thing. But if I can go back to high school, I I would try it. Knowing what I know now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. P.S. Do you want to go live? 
Sorry, yeah, sure. And so it's it's ooh. So it's funny is that you know you know we talk about uh, you know these things, but if I did, I went back to high school, I would have thought I could do, I could have done this better. But all the students who went back to high school, they're like, holy shit, we didn't have to deal with the things that you know that these students are uh, dealing with now. And one of the major issues was the cyberbullying and the uh, the comments that people would make about you know other people on these social media platforms yeah you know like um uh just it reminds me so i have a i have a niece you know and she's like super young she's like maybe 10 years old or something and she doesn't like to swear right she doesn't like seeing swear words like it's really cute uh but she put up there she goes on she has like these group chats on whatsapp and stuff and i'm going through them She's like, you know, it's really hard for me because, like, everyone's swearing, but I want to talk with my friends. But every time I go, like, people are just swearing. They're saying all these bad things and stuff. And, like, what do, what do you do, right? Oh, true. Okay. Yeah. yeah. How do you how do you protect, protect yourself, yourself yeah. from this, right? How do you, you protect yourself from cyberbullying if, if it's everywhere, right? This is bad advice, but swearing actually helps stress control. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I was just saying that how swearing helps stress control is not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. But no, that's bad advice. No, swearing's bad. <laughs> For all the children out there, swearing is bad. You, you sent the couch too. I you? made it. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So I think we're going to go live right now. Uh, we are going live on Instagram, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Please, we want to be able to read the comments. Should I bring this closer? No, nah, who cares about the comments? All right. So. Yeah, we're okay. Essentially, let's. Uh, what else are we missing out in social media? What else do you, have you guys, uh, um, you, know, w you know, wanted to talk about? So let's do a quick review. Yes, yeah, a quick review. We, we talked about you know who are you know uh, who uses social media. What well, social what media is, is social media? We talked yeah. about media is, why we use it. I yeah. think we uh, we agree that like although there's obvious social media, Twitter, Facebook, mm -hmm. but. There's less obvious forms like emailing and texting. We, I think we kind of agree Reddit. on that. Reddit, yeah. yeah. We talked a little bit about uh, whether social media is good or bad. We talked about the inherent use of social media and how it's that that makes uh, social media good or bad. Mm -hmm. And then we also talked about how information is spread on social media in terms of politics, commerce, and uh, privacy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then some of the negative effects with cyberbullying and body image and image issues that people are facing, depression, anxiety, yep. because of all these other factors. We talked a little bit about data selling, how your data is being sold to marketers, being sold to advertisers, being sold to insurance companies, etc. Mm -hmm. And how there is not really right now much that we can do about it. Mm -hmm. um, but you can try to defend yourself a little bit, mm -hmm. you know, turn off your mic, turn off your, your camera, mm -hmm. your location. You know, it's funny because like, I feel like we're trying to remain neutral and saying like, you know, social media can be either good or bad. Depends on how you use it. It's just oh, no, I think it's I think it's ultimately good. Oh, OK. OK. Oh, interesting. Or I think it's brought more. I don't I think that inherently social media is just a platform, so it doesn't have a good or yeah. a bad value. But I think that it has brought more good than it has brought bad. And that's because people are connected more. Mm -hmm. It's allowing you to have a view into people's lives more. Yeah. Um, it's allowing people more opportunities, you know, young artists or upcoming artists, um, 
people to share. It's opening new avenues for professions. Yeah. Correct. And also, let's talk about businesses, local businesses. You know, yeah, that's, well. that's true too. Yeah. But at the same time, it could be the opposite. There could be someone who's been bullied all their life online. Yeah. And for them, it's a negative experience. There could be a business because of one small comment that someone made, which is not even true, mm. could, you know, bring it to the ground. Yeah. And so we do have, a, it's basically like we, you said, it's a platform. It has a good thing, it has a bad thing. I think it's just interesting because I feel like the majority of our conversation tonight has been about the negative aspects of it. No? Uh, somewhat. I, I think. think we've definitely talked about the good things, you know, but I feel like most of it was... About the bad things. Yeah, and that wasn't intentional, right? Like, we tr were trying yeah. to main objective, and that just seems to be, like, what... Maybe we should go um, subjective. Do you guys think social media is good or bad? Okay, listen. <laughs> it's definitely biased. My opinion's quite biased. Well, yeah, it's your opinion. It is. Why else? I mean... <laughs> yeah, my opinion. No, it's because I... It's about social media, and then I have yeah, a yeah. biased view of social media because I love social media. So, okay, so, right, but that's yeah. fine. That's perfect. You, you're a perfect person to... Talk about this, so the reason why I love social media personally uh, is because the ease of access to people, you know, ease of access to uh, being able to share my life with others and for other people to see what my life looks like. And at the same time, like I said, part number three of the philosophy of life that I live by is the more memories you have, the longer you live, mm -hmm. and social media enables me to store those memories. For example, uh, I know this is going on social media, but uh, but what's Twice. funny is, yeah. what's funny oh, yeah, is and a, lot of, a lot of people don't know this, uh, one year ago today, Evie and I were walking down the street with Rachel and I got beaten up. Is that today? No. It's one year ago today. My social media reminded me of that, oh, hey, shit. One, a memory from a year ago. Damn. What do you mean? You recorded it? No, it's just a picture of me. And bloody, my, oh, bloody. Yeah, okay, it was okay. just it was it was a it was a great experience. But yeah, we though. got jumped. Yeah, yeah. yeah we got we got jumped by a, a group of people. Yeah. But what was what was insane is that I looked at this. I was like, wow, what a what I thought that was experience. February. <laughs> I didn't really. <laughs> Jeez, I need to remember. I remember that happened. I thought that happened in February or something. No, it was and I oh, and then also reminding me tomorrow was. A year, tomorrow, a year ago, was when I saw Rufus the Soul live mm. in uh, Montreal for the first time. Phenomenal. One of the be best concerts I've ever seen, dude. Rufus You're the Soul, 31st of December. I'm advertising on my January. social media. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 31st of January. Sorry. Eagle I just, Fest. I just, I yeah. just bought my ticket. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, I, got yeah, my yeah. I got mine too. But, yeah, I mean, listen, that's why I think it's good as well. You mm -hmm. know, memories, that kind of stuff. I think, um, it, yeah, like it feels good from a personal aspect. And I 100% I agree with that. Um, I'm a little bit more towards like the negative. Like I feel like it brings a little more harm than good because of everything we've seen from a, from a bigger point of view. Yeah, right? you can talk to us. This is a podcast. Like, <laughs> let us know what happened. No, what? Nothing happened. No, that's the thing, though. That's the thing. Like not from my perspective because I've only had maybe positive experiences with it in terms of like connect and share and like I like to if I'm doing something amazing, like I want to do it for the gram, you know, like I don't really, I don't really care. Mm. But from a more social, bigger perspective, like I think there's a lot of uh, bigger issues that have taken place and we, things that we've talked about today, like um, like the Tide Pod challenges. And, yeah, but again, um, that's also... The, bombing, the moss bombing and all that stuff. Fair. Like that's, those are all big problems. Incels. Huh? Incels. Oh, yes. What are, what are... You oh, know? um... In Toronto, there was a guy who ran over uh, people because... Yeah. He was part of a group of incel uh, community where they wanted to take revenge over the society 
or depriving them of uh, sex? Is that it? I think no. I think the incels. I oh, call me. Yeah. I could be wrong, but it's something along the lines of they blame women for oh, not yeah. sleeping with them, correct? And so they want to take that out on society, correct? Yeah. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, and that. How do also people like this connect? It's through social media platforms. But people, listen, extremists will always find. Away. I think we talked about this in our first podcast, which mm. you guys should all go listen to, uh, the media alternatives. Mm. Um, extremists, whether or not it's on social media, yeah. doesn't matter what the topic is, they will find a way to connect. There's always, you're always going to find pockets. I mean, what happened before social media? There's still mm. bombings and mass murders and... You know, the crusades. Yeah. <laughs> sure, I think there were, but I think now social media gives them a, a platform. An to, easier platform. Easier platform to control it from another country, like we talked about. Yeah, um, and at the same time, even with social media, we've had the the Arab Spring uprising. Yeah. One yeah. of the main, uh, you know, factors that it pushed that forward is because of social media. And similarly in Kashmir, the reason why there is, you know, there is this massive movement and support for it, as well as dissupport, is because of social media to, to a fact that it's been around 110 days, I think, and there's no internet in Kashmir because of the effect that social media could have in the society there that mm -hmm. they've decided to just shut down the internet. Fair point. Yeah. So it's clearly, <laughs> and you know, like we said, it's a tool. It yeah. could be used for the good, it could be used for the bad, and it depends from, uh, you know, from a user experience, but I guess, what we gotta do is we gotta own our information, mm -hmm. own how we perceive our, each other, ourselves online, mm -hmm. but offline as well, because you want to make sure that you're not, you know, being bullied, or your perception of who you are online is controlled by yourself. Yeah. But at the same time, this could also like when you control someone's persona online, you could be someone different online. You know, you could be an outgoing yeah. gamer person, but in in reality, you are that individual who is unable to have that interaction in person. So, by the way, I just got word from a, a primary source that incel means involuntary celibate. So basically, oh, they have no choice. They have no choice but to be celibate because That's people a, don't want them. Yeah. Thank you for that clarification. Oh, <laughs> yes, I think uh, one of our viewers. Might Shouts have out to Rachel Kuda. Oh, nice. Kuda. Oh, thank you, Kuda. Thanks, Rach. But. Um, <clears throat> Do we, do we want to say that, you know, social media, uh, let's not, let, 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 you know, we want to talk about social media. Do you want to bring that here maybe so we can read the comments? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to be here, we may as well just put it True. here. Okay. Well, sure. I want to talk about social media and its future. Like where are we moving forward? Yeah. Okay, what's, let's do it. What's yeah. the, what's it going to look like for our kids? Uh, uh, just put that down maybe and to get your phone oh, okay. just cause I don't know if the wire is long enough. I feel like there's going to be more regulation for sure. Okay. But what that looks like and how that's going to take place, things going to be very difficult. All right. So uh, I think I'm going to go offline and then uh, join online because we went vertical. So we're going to end this right now. And now we had four viewers. Uh, not a lot of questions. Not a lot of questions. We are currently using social media. Here, you want to turn it sideways? Yeah, we're using can two you, platforms Can you like right change your, your, yeah. the orientation of your phone so that the whole video goes sideways instead no, of the comments? Uh, the, 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 the comment for Instagram is always vertical. That's ridiculous. Yeah, so let, let me... Let me, let me just Just push this backward then, yeah. Backwards. Just watch out for this. Take, take this. All Thank right. you.
grab that. Yeah, push that forward. Oh, for our viewers who might listen to this in the future, this is uh, this is a problem with vertical videos. Like, do you guys agree with vertical? Or <laughs> also, uh, for our viewers, we still are looking. I guess we can talk about this later, actually. But I was gonna say we we're still looking for topics. We are yeah, still we are. looking for feedback, so please watch and provide. Yeah. We're still in the early stages of this. Wait, we're, we're, we're not even live. Why, we need to repeat no, this. For, for, uh, for the SoundClouders? SoundCloud, yeah. I guess. Oh, I guess, we, yeah, we have to repeat anyway, so true. We'll repeat it soon. Okay. All right, welcome back to everybody who was watching before. Hopefully, you're mm. watching again. Sorry for changing that, but we wanted to go closer so we could see your comments live and respond to them. Because we would like to have this a socially interactive podcast to mm -hmm. the degree that we can. Um, today's episode, again, is on social media. Um, there's the good, currently the bad, the neutral, the ugly, the beauty. The ugly, the beauty. There is nobody watching right now. It's fine. Yeah. I was wondering, do you want the cash to go on live oh. on your, uh, on your no. post? I don't think we're ready yet to, like, at least for, for me. Like, I, I, do I, I don't want to go online. Yeah. <laughs> Give wow. us another few episodes and make it closer either. to the top. So, uh, hello. So we have Rachel here. Uh, Rachel joined <laughs> here. And so um, I think, Rachel, you're going to appreciate this more than anyone else. Is um, that. Oh, nice thing. Nice guns. Hey. All right. So. <laughs> Only one this time. <laughs> uh, I had a 20% increase in my, uh, my screen time on social media. And we've concluded the primary reason to that was Doja Cat. <laughs> Uh, is because she kept going live quite often last week, and so I was on Instagram for quite often. So, so when I, you do that, do you watch or do you just listen? I just watch. I get, like I honestly comment sometimes. I just put a like, oh, yeah? sign. Nice. Oh uh, yeah, I just put a <laughs> sign sometimes, and so it's uh it's hilarious. But we want to know your perspective on social media. Is it positive or negative? I know what her answer is. Negative. Yeah, say that really? louder. She might not hear you. you. Gotta watch. She's so cute, right? Yeah. All right. Okay. So. Her face, oh my god. Or sucks. It. It sucks. Rachel's it sucks. not a fan of social media. She also doesn't have any social media. Oh. Negative. Okay, yeah. Agreed, what is agreed. Instagram? Okay. Right, but she doesn't use Instagram oh, that okay, much. Right. So the, for, for the longest time, uh, Rachel has a cat called Turtle. I've always wanted mm. uh, Turtle to have an Instagram account. Mm. Wait a whole, hold on. Yep, hold yeah. on. Wait a Cash can speak personally to this. Cash, go ahead. So I have five Instagram accounts. <laughs> only five? <laughs> yeah. yeah, only five. Emily has an, her own Instagram account. She's a fiend. Um, is she? Or are you a fiend? I'm a fiend for her. Nice. Um, I'm also a barber. Phased by cash. Um, we have this Instagram account. Um, Do you have your normal Instagram account? I have my normal Instagram account. I that. had... I was trying to make a, com a t-shirt company at one point, so I made an Instagram account for that. <laughs> I think I tried to make a t-shirt company too, actually. Oh, yeah? We never ended up getting an Instagram account, but... Oh, man. We called it company. <laughs> No. Well, oh, there's a bit of a lag. But so you've had a negative experience. Have you ever got bullied online? No, I don't think I can say that. You're going to oust her. What are you doing? <laughs> True. Okay, fine. Have Only by you. Uh, I believe you guys online? Sometimes you do. Well, okay. So online. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. Well, here's the thing. What is bullying? I'm not saying philosophically. No, I just mean online bullying. bullying right now. No, this is exactly what it is. Involuntary celibate. Um, you know, when your friends comment like, it was so ugly with a heart, is that bullying? 
I, I don't know. It, like, comments affect it's all of us differently, this. right? Like, a joke that uh, one person might see as a joke could be, like, very offensive or yeah. really hit home to, to someone else. And I think that's just something we have to recognize. You know, we have to educate ourselves on what other people want and... Hashtag <laughs> What is bullying? Actually, <laughs> what is bullying? But the thing, okay, so at the end of the day, I guess, um, in amongst ourselves, um, amongst ourselves, we've all agreed that this is a positive experience. That you know, um, who says you're so ugly? Rachel, you're bullying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is the problem with social media. But the thing is, okay, first of all, would it be, without social media, honestly, we would not have started this podcast? No, it's true, though. Yeah, we wouldn't have come together. We wouldn't have... I wouldn't know you guys. Did we meet through Tinder? <laughs> <laughs> Neither, even actually. Like, even all the parties we go to, right? Like, we sometimes, we make Facebook events and... Oh, yeah, yeah we, make face- we send each other Facebook messages. Yeah. We talked about this a little bit already, how we have a group on every single social platform. Yeah. More than one group on every single social platform. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, half the event... I think, you know, Yavis and I met through a social media, through texting. You know? I was texted to come to a party, and you were there. And then we connected right. on Facebook. Correct. We just had our one-year friend anniversary. True. Wow. True. You know what's interesting out of all we we talked about social media but we didn't talk about social media and relationships because we could have talked about i i'm pretty curious to know your perception about uh, a life with or without social media because it's different for me from a perspective where i you know work all the time mm. I, I my social group is quite limited whereas you guys are still in university so you still um meet a larger audience of people to mate to mate i love that uh, that's the thing like it definitely so you're saying it's increasing our social fit our reproductive fitness mm, nice i did sorry say you were saying that. something i, I was gonna say like it definitely makes it easier you know at this stage but that's like pros and cons right like pros yes it's easier to just constantly meeting people and you're putting yourself out there but then at the same time it, you're not really putting yourself out there you're some people i think would prefer to just stay at home and swipe versus like go to go to a bar or something and go talk to someone i think it comes right back down to social currency your profile uh is not representative of who you are but it's representative of who you want to be and who your, i guess your social reputation what's kind of social reputation you want and that's going to increase your visibility right well i didn't want to talk about this but uh there's a few philosophers that say like there is no real self you know, let me let me wow. let me explain. What I mean by that is hashtag like, deep. What I mean by that is like even in every situation, like who we are with each other, whether we go talk to another group of friends or something, our personalities change. You know, the, our demeanors change. Of course, and that means that means we actually don't really have a self. We have a self when we're away from people. We have a self when we're with one group of friends. Another group of friends are online self. And the ideal way that we should behave is that we should change our behavior for certain groups that make us the most comfortable what is our soul guys it's the, the gut soul? microbiome <laughs> it's the <soul laughs> microbiome it is it is but no that's a fair point yeah. and you know i mean i know that my instagram makes me look like a completely different person mm-hmm. than my facebook does and my twitter does and yeah. well i think my instagram is pretty uh, representative of who i am trashy. you're probably the <laughs> only one trashy and classy, classy is that what you want to say classy. Yeah. this is a classy party too right like, yeah, true. It's, it's true. like it's like this much, but it's there. It's there. It exists. 
But um, to be honest, like I, I, I feel like um, my Instagram account now is different from what I had it before. So I did have an Instagram yeah. account. Oh, so I'll tell, you, I'll tell you about my social experience through social media. I remember back in high school, it was MSN. That's how we chatted with the rest of the yeah. uh, school. Me too. Because I lived in a country where, you know, girls and guys were segregated. And so we were able to talk to the, you know, the girls and the guys and we used to have conversations. I actually got my first girlfriend on MSN. Nice. MSN. Yeah, I had a, a heart right beside her name for about seven days. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. What happened after seven days? We broke up, obviously. I had a gun. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I found out she was going online, but she was signed out. Oh. Offline. Oh. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, she oh. appeared offline. Appeared yeah, offline. that's the one. That's the one. All right. All right. All right. You cheating on me? 12-year-old me. <laughs> So I guess my, my Instagram account earlier when it first came out, I had around two to three posts a day. You still have two to three posts a day, no, but they're no, on your story stories, now. But mm. then those were my like actual posts. Okay, nice. Like, yeah. It was it was flooded. One, I remember there was a night I woke up and we were just like, me and a couple of friends were like, yeah, I have to post too much. I was like, yeah, I do. What if you delete that account? I was like, yeah, what if I delete that account? Mm-hmm. Deleted it. I was like, okay, it's done. Because they, they were like, you know, I felt like there was a pressure that People thought I was an addict, and I needed social media, but in reality, I didn't. It is a medium like uh, a wave, like mm. you know, people like surfing. Yeah. So I like no, surfing true. on social media. Yeah. The pun intended. Well, I attended some uh, this entrepreneurship workshop the other day, and we we're talking about entrepreneurship and social media. Uh-huh. And this dude said, you know, if you want to make it big and you, and and have a good company, you need to be posting on Instagram at least two to three times a day. Correct. That's and then insane. Twitter, a few times a day. Facebook, a few times a day. Agreed. Doja Cat's publicist said the same thing. On Doja Cat's if you have that's a good product, wild, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But, well, that's the thing. Yeah, maybe not. But you also need followers for that, Doja right? Doja has a good product. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's think. You got you to keep going, right? Like w- yeah. once you stop, you lose interest, and, and yeah. that's it. But you got to keep people. But you can't saturate market. the market as well. No, yeah. That's true. So do, so Yafis. I guess I guess we finished talking about most of the serious yeah, things. Yeah. Yeah. How about we take Yafis, who is the pro at social media, and ask Yafis some uh, for some tips for our viewers on how to increase your social media visibility, your yeah. social media presence. Get, right. Teach us, Yafis. Teach us. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about the there was a cover on National Geographic probably like a year and a half ago, and it was a group of uh, people, a mixed group of guys and girls, looking over this huge bedrock and beautiful scenery with their pants down, and then it says how social media is pushing people to get out. So what I would say is, do it for the gram, do it for the Instagram, mm. get out, see the world, and post it online. Because not, I mean, it is a bit of like, okay, you are showing off that I saw this, I did that, but then you live those experiences too. Yeah. It's not just online, but create an offline experience mm-hmm. so that when you post it online, you can keep going offline as often as possible. I agree with that 100%. You know, yeah, the alternative I'm into that. is that we stay at home and do nothing mm-hmm. or go out and do it for the gram. I'm all in for doing it for the gram. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Well, racist things, we're all ugly. Oh, uh, with the hearts though. Ah, uh, she's that's not. Like she's she's <laughs> not bullying us. She's yeah, not that's, bullying that's us. That's the bullying. That's the type of bullying where we don't feel it now, but when we go home, we're like, oh fuck. <laughs> well, I guess that's that's my advice to people: get out, okay. see the world. Uh, Bye, Rich. Peace. Who else is online? That's it. Oh, okay, we're done. Wow, we're no done. one else. All right, should we end this podcast? Yeah, let's end it. All right. I think we talked about a lot. We we got a lot. All right, are we ready?
And Everybody? We had a lot of discussion, too. <clears throat> Can we talk about what we're going to do next week, actually, first? Uh, I'm not really sure. Like, uh, yeah, I think we have to think about let's, it. Let's think about this. Let's sit down yeah. and discuss, and uh, we shall uh, sure. yeah. talk about uh, life. All right. Thank you for tuning in. All right. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the KeyCast. The keys to your enlightenment. Oh, nice. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing you next week. Next week. Please follow us on Twitter at KeyCast. And please follow us on SoundCloud at the KeyCast. See you later. Bye. Bye.